0: We're doing a series. Second week of our series, Wise Up. Uh, we're looking at Proverbs and some of the uh, great wisdom we can find. And I told you, I mentioned last week uh, that we have some New Testaments with Proverbs in them. They're in the back. Um, great time for you to read Proverbs, one one chapter a day. Have it correspond with that particular day. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. There's 31 um, uh, days in most months, and uh, it's easy to do, and it will help you. So we're going to talk about families. today, wise up about families. And, um, you know, I, it's, a, it's a passion of mine to talk about families. I think it's because I've been so blessed and so grateful for for the family that I came from and the family that God has given us. And, uh, and it's just, keep in mind, wisdom is the art of skillfully living. And there's so many Proverbs that have to deal with that. Next week, we're going to talk about relationships, just regular relationships. It will involve family, but just without people. And But today, I just want to talk about families for a moment. And, and I want to do that, and I'll just... Have to be a little, little biographical, I guess. Um, as I do that, we, uh, we're very fortunate. We've raised two kids uh, who are now grown and I, I think pretty normal. Um, you know, I don't know what normal is, but uh, both are married to great uh, spouses. and uh, One has two kids, one has one kid. I was holding one just a moment ago. They were She was having a little spell, but granddad came in and she's fine now what i do you know and um, um anyway uh and we're very grateful for that we get together at least once a year sometimes more and, and we, you know just it's great to be together when we can do that and it's just been uh, there's some proverbs that i have remembered over the years that i've tried to apply to our lives as it comes to raising our kids and uh and proverbs that have to do with with marriage as well we've been married we'll be married 37 years in about two weeks and um you know, a lot happens in thirty seven years and I don't know where they went. And but and my wife is still well, not still, she's my best friend, probably closer than I've ever been to her or any human ever. And um we're still in love. We we love playing that song, you're still the one, da 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 you know that song. Um we we love playing that song and kinda of sing it to each other. Um which is, you know, a real treat. But anyway, um That doesn't mean there haven't been challenges along the way. That doesn't mean there haven't been issues that you have to deal with in 37 years. And there are all of those couples. I you, you, there are all of those couples that, that, that you ever hear some of these things I, all, throughout my life. I just made a compilation of, of some of the things I've heard over the years. Things like you hear couples say this whole thing: "We we've never spent a night apart. We've never gone to bed angry or mad. We've never slept in different bedrooms. Uh, I've never heard my. I mean, we've never argued in front of the kids. We've never raised our voices or yelled at the kids. Uh, we've. i got a good guy. I've never been tipped by another woman. Uh, I've never been disrespectful to my." wife we never interrupt each other never had a problem communicating let me be very clear that is not me okay and uh and and in all honesty it's not anybody i know I, i know some people who think they do that but they're just living in a different dream world or something because you see that's why there's grace and that's why jesus came to give us the opportunity to be forgiven and exercise that forgiveness to others. And to think that you can be in, 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 the, in a family, in a relationship with a husband, wife, kids, um, and, and think that there's not going to be some times when you don't have to exercise forgiveness. It's just being terribly naive. And I wish these formulas would work. You know, never go to bed angry. and you know, I wish that would work. But, but they don't. Proverbs gives us some concepts, though, that do work, because it's ageless wisdom. And it's, not, it's more general, but I wanna, I'm going to show you two of them today, just very quickly. Um, that just, it's just wisdom that, that, that gives concepts that will make a difference in your marriage, that will make a difference in your family, that will make a difference in your life. First one is going to be about marriage, and, and, and let me, as I, I always like to do this when I talk about this, this subject, and it's important to do because there are people here now, as there have been in every service so far today, that I know of, and many that I don't, um, that, that are either in the midst of estrangement from their mate. Or, or maybe divorce, or maybe on the other side of a divorce, or maybe stirring down the barrel of a divorce, or, or, or maybe a betrayal of, 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 one kind or another that could be very hurtful. And, and there be there's single people here, people who haven't been married yet. Maybe they want to. Maybe they don't want to. Um, I want you, you know this still applies to you, and I want you to listen closely to these very simple, brief principles. Because God has this redemptive way of working in our lives. And you may be facing a tough time right now, or maybe you've been through that, or like I said, maybe you're facing it. God has a way of just kind of redemptively pulling things together, even our own failures, others' failures, and somehow bringing something out of that and making it good. And it's just amazing how that works. That's why I love that other song that uh, one, of the, one of the other songs that Kindle did. So here we go, two things, very simple. The first one is this, has to do with your, your mate. Have a lifelong love affair. Have a lifelong love affair. Proverbs is very clear about this. Let me show you this. And, and you, need to, you need to hear this. Some of this is, uh, it's a good thing probably, maybe that the fourth and fifth graders aren't here, and, and maybe, maybe some of you think your, your kids might be in here in their middle school or high school or whatever, and, and maybe this might be a little, little tough for them. But let me tell you something. They hear a whole lot more. If, you know, if they're going to watch some of the garbage that's on everywhere else, they need to hear the Bible. You know, they need to see, see what the Bible says about this stuff. So this is, this is Proverbs. Great, great wisdom. Here we go. Chapter 5, verse 15. Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. This goes both ways. He's talking to a man, but it could be a woman, you know, with your, with your husband, so don't think it's me. It's not being sexist, just uh, works both ways. Why spill the water of your springs in public having sex with just anyone? Why? Oh, you should reserve it for yourselves, husbands and wives. Don't share it with strangers. Amazing. This was written even before Sex in the City. Can you imagine that? So, um,. It, 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 it's real clear here. Now, now, now he, he takes just a little a little, kind of a little move here and he, he, he starts talking. And this is one of the, I've, I've been reading these Proverbs all my life. I mean, since I was a very young man. And it's interesting because this verse now means more, there's a number of reasons these next couple of verses mean a lot to me, um, uh, which I won't go into all of them. But one of them is he's talking to an older guy here it's kind of cool i'll let you define older um watch this verse 18 let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you rejoice in the wife of your youth talking to somebody with some age she's a loving deer a graceful a loving doe a graceful deer let her breast oh my gosh satisfy you always church man may you always be captivated by her love man man uh, why be captivated, my son, with an immoral woman and embrace the breast of an adulterous woman? It's pretty, that's pretty heavy-duty stuff. It's pretty practical. It's very important. Because the author knows what some people have learned that when those things happen outside of marriage, comes a lot of heartache. And God is saying, I don't want you to go through that. I gave you this blessing of, of, of sexual relationship for a husband and wife to be to be uniquely that because it's 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 for you. Celebrate that, but don't step outside of those boundaries. Why? Because you're going to go to hell if you do. Probably not if you're a Christian, but you're going to bring a whole lot of heartache on yourself. A whole lot of heartache, and God knows that. It's just it's just. Uh, some amazing stuff when you look at that chapter 18 verse 22 find a good spouse i love this verse find a good spouse you find a good life even even more the the favor of god isn't that a great verse and again it works both ways uh husband or wife you know and some some there have been many times when i've just said god you you i I, you're smiling on me and i don't know why because i don't deserve it and one of the reasons is because he gave me an incredible woman No. So find a good spouse. A worthy wife, watch this, is her husband's joy and crown. Works both ways. A shameful wife saps his strength. Sometimes a wife or a husband just saps the strength, the joy, sucks the life right out of that home. And that's a bad thing. He said the worthy wife or husband doesn't do that. So have a lifelong love affair. That's what the Bible teaches. Now listen, it doesn't mean that every moment is going to be just, oh boy, giddy, hee, 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 ha, ha. He's talking about the long haul here. It doesn't mean there won't be seasons of issues and so forth. And I'm going to come back to that thought in just a moment. Let me give you the second thing, and I've got to do this very quickly. And I'm going to do this very quickly, and I'm going to unpack it another time for you just so you get it. Um, more detailed. But the second, the second concept that, that Proverbs gives us is focused, purposeful, unrelenting love for your kids. Now, again, Proverbs is very clear. I'm just going to give you three or four. Uh, you're going to see a word in just a moment, and the word is discipline. In the Hebrew, it's translated about six different ways. It's translated chastise, instruct, correct, admonish, punish, reformed. That's all discipline. It's all part of love. God uses that synonymously with love in many places, including His love for us as His children. So now watch what I... When I say this focused, purposeful, unrelenting love for your kids, look what, it, look what He says here. Discipline your children while there is hope. If you don't, you'll ruin their lives. not amazing? I know some of those people, and you do too, whose lives were ruined because somebody... A mom or a dad or both didn't, you know, there are people walking around whose, whose dogs are more disciplined than their kids. That's not a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing to have a disciplined dog, but gee whiz, you, don't, don't forget the kids in the process. Watch this. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but discipline, discipline will drive it away. The message does it kind of cool. Young people are prone to foolishness and fads. The cure comes through tough-minded Discipline excuse me um discipline is you know it, it, it's one of those things where you it's it, it's for the it's for the good of the of the child and i i remember so many times that with with you know kids are different we have two they couldn't be more different and what worked for one didn't work for the other i mean this next verse kind of talks about that don't fail to correct your children they won't die if you spank them physical discipline may save them from death now, some of you are having a hard time with that. You I don't believe in corporal punishment. Um, I didn't even know what corporal punishment. I thought it was something in the Army for years. But um, And you need to understand, you, you need to figure that out yourself. I, the Bible does teach, it doesn't mean, it's, it's the discipline is the key thing here. And uh, we did. Um, I know other people who did, doesn't mean that, that you have to. Uh, you know, with our son, there was only one thing he understood, pain. That was all he understood. <laughs> And so there were a couple of times when, when you know, I, I would uh, don't play in the street, Christian. You, know, you go out in the street. I don't play in the street. Finally, you know, I go, you know, boom, boom, boom. I'll give you something to think about, dude. And then you know why? I don't want him playing in the street. Why? Because a car's going to hit him. And I think that's a you know physical discipline may well save them from death. You know, so you say, well, I don't want to do that. Well, you figure out something that works then. And, and, and really, you need you as, as, as a couple, you need to figure that out and, and to be together and what works. And, and, and it does take different things for different kids. And, and it takes different things for different kids in different stages of life. There's a time if you do believe in, in, in spanking that, that that's, no longer, uh, that's no longer proper too with, with some. So here's the thing. If we love our kids, the Bible teaches focused, purposeful, unrelenting love. In this, in this thing of discipline, of, of chastisement and instruction and, and correction. And if you're a kid here and your parents use some of that on you, you ought to go home and thank them for it. You really should. I know that's kind of a stretch for you. But you should. Because, you know, if you don't now, you will later. My son, my daughter both, they've all. You know, my son especially one time called me one time after he had a kid and said, Hey, Dad. Thanks for putting up with me and disciplining me. But I mean, he was almost 30 years old by that time. But, so anyway, listen, there are no guarantees. Some people think, well, if I raise my kids the right way, and then they feel guilt if something goes wrong. Listen, you do the best you can according to what the principles that you have in the Bible. There are no guarantees because human beings, every single one of them are still free moral agents and still have decisions that they can make. And if your kid, adult kid, or whatever isn't where they need to be right now, you know what? First of all, the end of that story is not over yet. And, and, and secondly, don't start beating yourself up. Were you perfect? Of course not. But at the same time, they still are responsible when we, we all are, when we become uh, old enough to think for ourselves. Here's the key. Let me give you one last key. The best thing you can do for your kids. What's the best thing you can do for your kids? just love the heck out of their mom or their dad. That's 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 going to create the best security that you can have for your kids. If they see a parents that just love each other. You may be in a situation where that may not be possible right now because of your circumstances. Well, you do the best you can in other ways. And when the other, when the time comes and maybe there is uh, someone else in your life, you, you 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 show them then. So keep that in mind. I'm gonna, come on up, Kendall. Um, I, am, um, I want to just close my message, my words, with a song that she's going to sing. And um, I have issued a, uh, I, I've issued a papal edict starting today. And, and actually, I'm going to add to that today. Um, my, my papal edict in the last service was, this song will be sung. No, no options. This song will be sung in every wedding. For now on, I don't care whose wedding it is. Okay, that's my edict. Okay, and then I'm going to issue another edict that says this song should be sung at everybody's anniversary. How do you like that one? Mm-hmm, that's a good one. All right, tell them about this song. All right, all right. yeah. <laughs>